0: My name is Penny LaCasso, and I am the world's first happiness hacker. Imagine a world where human happiness and well-being drove our decision-making. A world where technology was used to amplify human potential rather than replace it. The Human First podcast is designed to encourage you to explore your curiosity about the future of humanity. Our conversations are focused on building skill in intentional adaptability Creating the foundation to positively influence the future for yourself, but also for others. Join me here each week as we put humans first.
1: Welcome to the Human First Podcast. What if success looked like discovering that what you thought you knew was completely wrong? How uncomfortable does that statement make you feel? Well... Welcome to Intentional Adaptability, which I think is the foundational skill set required to navigate and shape this uncertain and complex future that we find ourselves in. It's a place where we use curiosity to actually challenge everything we thought to be true and highly valued. Sound weird? Sound weird constantly challenging yourself to say, what if I was wrong? Well, it's not weird because not surprisingly, we as humans are wired for certainty It makes us feel safe and it also makes us feel comfortable. But I want to ask you, what if certainty was actually an impediment to growth and also innovation? What if we started to challenge our desire for certainty and instead started to consider the magic that actually lies in the complexity of all the things we don't know? Let me give you a bit of context for why I'm starting to talk to you in this way. Recently, we ran what we called a curiosity challenge, which is the first pillar of our new human first leadership program focused on teaching intentional adaptability. Why did we start this program with curiosity? Why are we trying to teach people curiosity? Well, because without an interest and an openness to the world, others, and ourselves, how can we consciously adapt? to this environment that is evolving and changing at speed. So what we did with this curiosity challenge is we basically got 15 brave entrepreneurs in a global giant to step into the unknown and trust us to challenge their current state and practice of curiosity. This was a hugely humbling experience because what I discovered as I took these 15 people on this journey saw us eating our own intentional adaptability for breakfast. Now, let me help you understand, first and foremost, a definition of curiosity that we actually applied to this challenge. So our definition of curiosity is an interest and openness in the world, ourselves, and other people. Now, let me share with you some of the really fascinating insights that occurred as we ran this curiosity challenge and tried to help people be more curious in the everyday. So be curious as a state of being rather than something that they did when they had spare time. So the first hypothesis that we had was that curiosity was the first foundational skill that was needed to amplify intentional adaptability. What we discovered is we were completely wrong. We're too busy to be curious was one of the first statements that came up in our first session. Now, I don't know about you, but I believe busy has become an epidemic and it's the enemy of curiosity, innovation and fulfillment for most of us. It is almost impossible to actually amplify your intentional adaptability if you don't start with getting curious about how busy you are. Creating the space to focus on more of what matters in a world where your attention is the value is critical to embedding curiosity as a state of being. The next cohorts that we're running this February in 2019 will actually commence this program with skill building in less busy and more focus. Whilst curiosity is foundational to intentional adaptability and building your skill in this space, the barriers the participants on the Curiosity Challenge had or the barriers that they place in the way of being curious really relate to a strong need to build skill and the other pillars that we have for intentional adaptability which sit in focus, courage, self-accountability, and human connection. Now, this validated that our approach is on the right path so long as we maintain our own curiosity. Now, the second hypothesis we had was individuals' curiosity will be at an intermediate skill and will level when they undertook this journey. We were wrong again. Now, this was a really smart group of young, well-educated individuals. And what we discovered was whilst curiosity as a human characteristic is inherently beneficial and desirable for most of us, roughly a third of participants want tangible evidence that curiosity will deliver an outcome before they will act. There is more work to be done on our part to help people gain greater clarity on the benefits of curiosity as a state of being. The second thing we discovered that is that if people's bosses don't value curiosity, they're actually not motivated to pursue it. Comments like this indicate that unless my boss is curious, I can't actually see the direct benefits of being curious in my everyday. Curiosity equally is perceived as something you do when you have spare time rather than a state of being that you can integrate into your everyday. 57% of the participants stated that they really create the space for curiosity. Cultivating curious human to human conversations doesn't seem to come as easily or as naturally as perhaps it used to. The participants on the curiosity challenge requested more detail in what types of questions they should use to seek to understand another. Our hypothesis is that we now connect much less humanly due to the way we are connecting with technology and how that's impacting our ability to relate to others face to face, have difficult conversations and build resilience. Another component of this program was that we undertook 360 degree peer assessments on the curiosity of every individual at the start and beginning of the program. Now this highlighted that participants overstate their curiosity skill, rating themselves really highly. Yet when you actually unpack what curiosity looks like, 74% of participants had not surprised themselves within the last month. Of these, 27% of participants had never surprised themselves. I ask you. How often would you expect a curious person to be surprising themselves? Because I believe it would be at least weekly, if not more often. Another 74% of participants had not tested their assumptions in the last month. Of these, 27% of participants stated they never test their assumptions. Again, I ask you, how often would you expect a curious person to challenge their own thinking? Does it minimum weekly seem reasonable? 60% of participants said they spend time with people whose viewpoints dramatically differ from theirs, either monthly or once in a while. How often would you expect a curious person to spend time with those who challenge their thinking? Nearly every participant said that they use Google as their key source when curious. Whilst this is extremely common as as an approach, one must question whether what comes up in a Google search results in a narrow cast rather than a broadcast. Think about it. What comes to the top of a Google search? What is paid for or popular rather than what is necessarily factual or scientifically based? Who goes to page eight of the Google search? Do you do that? When was the last time you did it? I suspect it's a curious being, seeking out the unpopular, differing view, perhaps. Now, the final hypothesis that we had in this curiosity challenge was that success will look like discovering what we thought we knew was completely wrong. This was correct. We proved this hypothesis to be true. The curiosity challenge was an extremely uncomfortable success because it delivered a level of insight to us and our client that we could never have gained had we not trusted each other and created this unique experience. Designing a safe-to-fail environment to try something totally different enabled us to amplify our participants' curiosity as well as our own intentional adaptability quotient. We are now in the process of intentionally adapting the next iteration of the Human First Leadership Program. What a gift this curiosity challenge has been. And for our client, whilst we turned the dial up on their curiosity, we also turned it up on Human Connection. A quote from one of the participants is that I now know these people that I work with so much better than I did before. So why am I sharing all of these insights from the program that we recently ran? Because one of the most powerful things that I think you can do as a foundation for your 2019 and for building your skill in intentional adaptability is look at simple ways to bring more curiosity into your everyday.
0: Have a wonderful week, and I'll be back with you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Human First Podcast. If you loved your experience, please take a moment to leave a review on either iTunes or Stitcher and provide us with a rating. If you'd like to access the show notes or learn more about what we're up to in the context of humanizing the future, jump on over to humanfirstpodcast.com. See you next week.